listening to BuddhistGeeks.com, July 2nd, 2007. Episode 26, Buddhist Geeks Highlights. In this episode, the three geeks gather at the Falling Fruit Studio and reminisce about the first six months of Buddhist Geeks. Each discuss their favorite podcasts and posts. They also plug the new, hot, and sexy Buddhist Geek t-shirts. In the next episode, the geeks will discuss feedback from the Sangha and the future of Buddhist Geeks. This is part one of a two-part series. This episode of Buddhist Geeks is sponsored by the Do No Harm Movement. To find out more about the Do No Harm Movement and to receive a free Do No Harm bumper sticker, please visit www.donoharm.us. We got the Bee Geeks gathered here for the first time in about six months. We kicked off, when was it, Vince? January 8th. All right, January 8th. 8th, 2007, and it's now the end of June, so it's the first time the three of us have gotten together to have a little rap session. Yeah, I missed you guys. Yeah, Vince took a hiatus. Yeah, I went to the East Coast for a little while, and you guys just inexorably then you went to the pulled West me Coast. back. <laughs> yeah, East, West, and now back That's to right. the middle of the country. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Ryan? I've just been staying here. But he and Vince <laughs> kicked off a pretty major project recently. Yep. Falling yeah. Fruit. I'm going to embarrass you guys by bragging on you. That's cool. <laughs> and we're recording in Falling Fruit uh, Studio right now. So you'll um, notice the change in quality. Yes, hopefully. We all sound <laughs> slick and very smooth. You don't hear the whirring of the fan in the background. <laughs> yeah. That people will mistake as an ocean, thankfully. <laughs> you might have heard that in Vince's podcast. And I keep hearing that people thought it was a, an ocean. Yeah, sorry for that, folks. I... I was trying to record into my MacBook uh, using a couple different programs at once uh, when I interviewed uh, John Travis, I think. And um, it sounded like zzzz throughout the whole podcast, so I apologize. Oh, yeah. Man. But now we're on some real recording equipment, so maybe that won't happen. This makes Ryan's job a little bit easier, I hope. Yes, much yeah. easier and less frustrating. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'd like to hear what you guys thought were the highlights of... 2007 to date what were the banging topics on the site or what were your favorite interviewees or ryan who did you really enjoy interviewing or talking with so far my own personal interviews well i think um probably me huh <laughs> definitely vince i was like oh please vince say yes i want to interview you no vince was cool i like vince well what what interviews have i done vince and phil yeah is that it alan no, that no i didn't vince. do alan so Vince or Phil? <laughs> Vince or Phil? <laughs> Pick wisely. Who's, who's going to be my best friend? Is it going to be Vince or is it going to be Phil? No, that's tough. Well, I guess I'd say Phil. I mean, I get to talk with Vince every day, which is really awesome. But I enjoyed talking with Phil and getting to know him a little better. I was really impressed by how open he was because he kind of rides the line between academic professor and practitioner. And he's also a prominent member in the Shambhala community. But I felt he was pretty open about all the topics and all the questions I asked him. And he wasn't worried about politics. I mean, he did it very skillfully, but he was very honest. And surprisingly, it's the number one downloaded podcast that we have, which totally surprised me. Not that it wasn't a great podcast, but being how Phil is relatively unknown, except for, you know, the Shambhala community, it surprised me that he's been downloaded like almost upwards of 4,000 times. 
Is that because you keep logging in under different usernames and <laughs> downloading me. it on multiple computers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, that's what I was thinking. My podcast interview is going to be number one. <laughs> yep. We have a little competition going. Yes. I tried to come out on top and I'm winning. Actually, here's my real question. Yeah. How is it in six months you've only managed to do two interviews? I just was wondering that that's myself. Amazing. I'm like, damn. We got I to crack do... the whip. Well, <laughs> we should mention the lost interview in oh, quotes. Yes. Because apparently Ryan had a fantastic, I, I hear that he had a fantastic <laughs> interview with uh, Reggie Ray. Oh, it's so painful. It's what's floating around is that it may not have happened. <gasps> I'm not convinced. It happened. It did. It happened. It was awesome. Reggie, please interview me with me again. I I beg of you. <laughs> so what happened, Ryan? I'd I'd like to hear. Maybe the listeners would like to hear also how we managed to uh, um, have such a great interview and lose it. Lose it. Yeah, I don't know. And I even thought I was a good little geek. And I I have a my laptop and I have a backup drive and I backed it up and then stuff happened and it was gone. It I don't know. It's a long story, but basically I I even bought a hundred dollar program for a data recovery to try to find Reggie's interview and that didn't even find it. Oh man. Mm. So I was depressed for at least a good week. I'm going to attempt again to get Reggie. I think he'll do it. It was awesome though. That would have been my favorite actually. That that was my favorite that no one's ever heard. So <laughs> how about you Vince? Um, good question. I started out interviewing Alan. I was a little bit nervous talking to him. I mean, I talked to him before, but uh, this is my first formal interview, so I was a little bit nervous. I might not have enjoyed it that much because of that. Um, I think I enjoyed talking to Daniel the most, Daniel Ingram, who you'll probably notice on the uh, comment section of pretty much every post. <laughs> Word up, Daniel. Um, he's been a friend of mine for a little while now and sort of like a teacher. And so I felt a little more comfortable talking to him and mm -hmm. felt like I could go into some more controversial areas without it being a big problem. So. I enjoyed that talk and just mentioned that the ninth episode enlightened teachers there's like 52 comments after that thread on that thread yeah. and um the book continues <laughs> yeah i've been impressed by the comments uh from readers uh, directed at daniel i think it's been a pretty healthy conversation where people have been challenging him uh, and also prodding him to go further into what into his own views on on practice so i think it's been an overall healthy conversation i was concerned because i didn't know i mean he is bit controversial yeah he is compared to the mainstream buddhism and so i wondered if it's going to turn into you know no one would comment or it'd be a flaming fest but it wasn't it's been continues to be balanced and i think our readers are pretty for the most part they're pretty fair yeah there has been a little bit of poo flinging but for the most part i think people have been really friendly with each other yeah. and get to the heart of the matter rather than name calling which yeah. you do see on other sites yeah. that's good so, yeah it's great so how about you gwen what was your and your favorite interview. Do we want to talk about your lost interview? My lost interview. <laughs> well, the one that we recorded but never oh, put up. Oh, yeah. We can. Uh, sure. We have... Uh, I, I interviewed Noah Levine, actually, of uh, the Dharma Punks. If I'm 100% honest about it, I just... I think I didn't know the right questions to ask him because I'm not uh, practicing in his tradition. And it also felt a bit like an infomercial to me. Uh, his new book was coming out against the stream. Mm. And he really wanted to talk about that, which was great. I know there was a lot of excitement around it, but it just came across sounding like uh, there was a product or idea being sold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I declined to submit it to the site. I'm sorry for you, Noah fans out there. I know people are 
really passionate about him and he's an awesome person. So perhaps in the future events, yeah, we'll do an interview with him mm-hmm. and ask him some hard questions that get to the heart of what he's doing. Yeah. My favorite interview following on the heels of that statement <laughs> was with Brad Warner. And it's because Brad just, he has a sense of humor and a, a way about him that really put me at ease. Mm. And we were able to rap about Japan and compare our experiences living abroad. And he's just, I don't know. I, although he comes out of fire a lot and he gets a lot of flack for being on suicide girls, I think it's just a really forward thinking way mm-hmm. to actually go into the fire itself, you know, rather than looking out from the outside saying, Hey, what are those girls doing? Taking off their clothes and piercing their bodies. Mm-hmm. And instead he's like in, sitting in the middle of it, really just kind of holding space mm-hmm. for what's happening on that site and, and the kind of mystique or whatever around it. How do you feel about uh, Gimpo's posts and the reactions to that? Cause they continue to come in probably the most uh, varied in terms of reaction, pretty strong reactions on both sides about really liking it and, really disliking it. How did you feel actually going through the process? Being big minded. <laughs> Being big minded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was an honor to talk with Gimpo Roshi. He's, he's also got a way about him that, that puts you at ease. He praises first and mm-hmm. that he leads with his heart. I really felt a, a heart connection with him, even though I've never met the man in person. And I've heard similar comments from other people who have spend some time with them here, like at the Integral Institute. Mm-hmm. So I still kind of wonder what the fuss is all about. Either way, whether you like it or, or that's where it. I stand with it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I just, I just want to say, um, listening to the big, <clears throat> you doing the big mind process was pretty profound for me. I, I was amazed at the sudden shifts and it just sounded like all of a sudden you were speaking from those authentic voices and it was profound actually just listening to it and seeing that there is some truth to the, to some of those voices or the wisdom behind them being available at, at any time. I found that my guard came down very easily with him. And like you're, what you're mentioning, things just started dropping away. And I was a little bit freaked out about it at first, but as soon as I was able to kind of soften that, and I, I came back to that place, that spaciousness uh, for the next couple of days. And I think if I did it again, it would just... I think it's a very access- accessible place mm. for people to get to. Interesting. I think that doing the big mind and uh, sharing with others like we did on on the site might be even more effective with video. In editing that podcast, I actually edited it a bit differently to help leave in some nonverbals to try to communicate the process. But in the end, I don't feel it's communicated very well. Maybe a bit of that was lost. You could note the changes that were happening for you, but you couldn't see it happening. You know, If that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So if anyone wants to donate a video camera and a (laughs) couple terabytes of bandwidth to us, we'd be happy to uh, switch to video. Sure. Excellent. (gasps) Wicked. So I noticed you guys are wearing these really radical shirts. We are. They're sexy and hot. They haven't been modified, but... No. They're... Somehow your muscles are modifying them. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Gwen. Yes. (laughs) It, it, you guys aren't as geeky as as you uh, make yourselves out to be. Come on. I know. We, we're just pseudo geeks. Pseudo. Posers. So the geeks shirts are out. Yeah. Just released. Just released through Cafe looking. Press. www.cafepress.com slash Buddhist geeks. Or you can buy through our site. www.buddhistgeeks.com. 
shirts.com. Way to plug it. <laughs> we got to plug away. People have been, we've had lots of people ask us about the shirts, which yeah. is really cool. I mean, like we were going to get them anyways, because we just wanted one and we thought they were cool. It's great that a lot of people have been emailing us saying, where the hell are the shirts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been saying, basically, we want a way to give to you guys because we were also accepting donations Yeah, and we want to get something in return, which I think is totally fair. Uh, if you, you know, don't like just giving and feeling the goodness of giving. Yeah. What's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Buddhist guilt. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so there are a couple of different ways that you can give to us now and, and hopefully people will be rocking the shirts out. And, uh, honestly, I've gotten tons of comments on my shirt. I've walk around Boulder and people are like, Hey, cute shirt. <laughs> and I nice. say, thanks. Yeah. I'm Buddhistgeeks.com. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting the comments. Did we have BuddhistGeeks.com on here? Oh, oh, no. no. Damn. Should have slapped that on the back. Or does that cost a lot of money to do that? Uh, it costs a little more money. And I just wasn't sure how cool that would be to have a website yeah. on the back of the shirt. But, but Seth cool. Godin would definitely say. Marketing says thumbs up. Thumbs up to the dot com. Yeah. We'll just tape it on our shirt dot com. But, you know, that being said, I modified mine. I cut out the collar, cut off the sleeves. Mm-hmm. It's... It's so hot that, you know, people, they want to know more than just, they don't, they don't even just say cool shirt. They're like, where did you get that cool shirt? I'm like, not only did I buy it through cafe press and buddhistgeeks.com, but I modified it myself. So we're going to have like a modification, how to post it on the site sometime in the next couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Awesome. Great idea. I just came up with that. Cool. Nice. We'll have to have a little flicker slideshow of the different mods. No doubt. Yeah, oh, yeah. send us we your should... pictures. Yeah, send us your oh. pictures. Um, we're going to mention we we want your pictures. If you got a shirt, take a picture of yourself and send it to us. Um, info at BuddhistGeeks.com. And also go to our contact page and we're going to start talking a little bit more of the three geeks now that we've been reunited. And um, we want some suggestions on what kinds of things you'd like to hear us talk about. If in fact you do want to hear us talk. <laughs> and uh, we'd we'd love to do that. So send them in and we'll, um, we'll start talking about them and posting the podcast. This has been a presentation of BuddhistGeeks.com, copyright 2007. Music in this podcast provided by C for Chaos. For more great music and writing, visit his blog at www.cforchaos.com. Join us for the fourth annual Buddhist Geeks Conference, hosted in partnership with Mindful Cyborgs and Shambhala Sun from October 16th through the 19th in beautiful Boulder, Colorado. This year's conference will be exploring the convergence of Buddhism with modern culture and technology through informative keynote presentations, idea-packed TED-style talks, self-organizing community dialogues, and contemplative workshops and practice periods. This year's list of presenters includes the world's most quantified man, Chris Dancy, abbot of the village Zendo in New York City, Roshi Pat Enkyo O'Hara, and pragmatic Dharma provocateur, Daniel Ingram, as well as many others. For more information and to register, visit BuddhistGeeks.com conference. After nearly a year in private beta, the Buddhist Geeks Network is now open for any independent practitioners who want to engage in interdependent practice.
You can find out more about the Buddhist Geeks Network by visiting BuddhistGeeks.network. And if you'd like to join the community and join us in regular social meditation practice or other events that we host there in the network, all freely offered, you're very welcome to do so, again, by visiting BuddhistGeeks.network. Love to see you there.